Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing Onboard NWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at onboardnwa.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Hello, Northwest Arkansas. Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas, big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilburn. Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and I'm excited to be with you today. I am really excited because I've got Daniel Collins here from 37 North Expedition. One of the goals that we had here on the podcast was to obviously talk about all the facets of Northwest Arkansas, including the outdoor activities. And I ran across them. I was actually referred to them by somebody else, and I was um, kind of blown away by their website and all the cool stuff that they were doing. And I said, you know, I need to connect with this guy. And I reached out and a couple of emails back and forth, and we agreed to just sit down. And today's that day. So, Daniel, without further ado, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's a it's a perfect December morning, huh? It's, it is. It's, it's great weather, it's and that's what we crispy, love about. Yeah. But there's no snow on the ground. There's no snow on the ground. As, as I was telling you, and you've lived up in the Northeast, you, you can appreciate this, that um, 
you know, I uh, was talking to some family up in Boston and they've got like, they had enough snow to cancel school yesterday. Well, I'm like, that's just snow not- day is a good day. But other than that, yeah, it just gets a little bit annoying. It, right? it, it <laughs> is absolutely without without a doubt. But yeah, so I, I wanted to t- talk a little bit more about 37 North and, and the stuff that you guys are doing. You seem to have been able to take an outdoor experience and elevate it to a whole nother level. And I'd love for you just to kind of share a little bit about your background and backstory before we get into 37 North and all the things that you guys are doing, both in Southwest Missouri, as well as down here in Northwest Arkansas. Yeah, you, you really nailed on the head when you said experience. It's a lot more, and I, I, I like that when it comes off that it's experience is not just a guided tours, right? So, and we'll talk more about that. But yeah, my background is I grew up here in the Ozarks. I, uh, Little tiny town of 900 people just across the border in Missouri, actually, is where I grew up. And then I ended up going um, to university at Drury University, where I got my MBA, as well as my master's in architecture. I know it does sounds like completely unrelated, <laughs> but there's a lot more similarities and overlaps than you might think. And then after graduation, um, I moved to uh, New York City, Okay, like we talked about. I was there for four years, corporate architecture. But that's where it all started because I, I was actually guiding on the side. I started guiding for a company, took people to upstate New York, and then larger things like overnights in the whites. And I even got to do some stuff in like Kilimanjaro in Africa and those kind of experiences. So fell in love with that world, got an amazing opportunity. I'm going to try to say this really fast, but... <laughs> no, it's fine. Tried to, got an amazing opportunity to actually move down to South America and I worked Ecuador, for, right? Yeah, Ecuador. Okay. Yeah. And I worked as the expedition manager at a National Geographic Unique Lodge of the World. And really, you know, it was an amazing experience because before the age of 30, I got the opportunity to both work as a guide and so see it from the actual, you know, the core of a company that's, that's like ours. And then also the experience of a management position where I was at, at National Geographic Lodge. I was 50% of my time, I'd say management of guides and kind of the face of the experiences there. And then 50% was really what we were trying to do is diversify our options to get a new clientele, the people that are traveling for different reasons and, and broaden our horizons from just the uh, you know, very scientific cliche that this, this particular resort had and was doing really good at. But so fast forward a couple of years to here, I moved back to the Ozarks in 2017 actually when my father was diagnosed with terminal cancer. So it was uh, not a great reason to move back, yeah. but I started to see this area in a completely different way. And like you said, I, you know, when you're in college and high school and stuff, you don't really go do the same types of experiences. And when I started to see the amazing amount of opportunities we had to get outside, I'm like, well, how can I share that, ex- my experiences, to try to get more people outside and get more people, really, the ultimate goal is more people fall in love with the outdoors, they're going to become more advocates for it. So yeah. that's really the core of 37 North and my story on how I came to be where, where I am today. Man, I have so many questions for you. I love part of uh, your mission is get sweaty, get connected, get happy. Yeah. And so let's, I, I want to just roll back just a little bit because National Geographic growing up was one of my favorite magazines. Yeah. And it was an experiential magazine, right? I mean, you, I mean, they had some iconic photography and photographs that have been featured in National Geographic. And I just, I can only imagine that your experience there really helped you to get 37 uh, North off the ground. Yeah. I, and really, I mean, just like you said, and we talked about it already, it, it is an experience company. And what I love to do and what I think we're trying to create is, is curate these extremely unique opportunities to get outside that are combinations of both uh, outdoor activities, but social experiences. And so, you know, a byproduct of that is hopefully you meet your new best friend that's liking to do exactly what you're liking to do, right? And that's, a, I mean, the social component behind this is 
is a factor in every single trip we put on our website. Yeah. So you're almost building community behind yeah. each of these. So like, I know you have a trip coming up. It's Alum Cove. Is, is it Alum? Alum? Alum Cove. Alum, Alum Cove. Cove. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hike and winery. And, and for those that don't know, Alum Cove is like right up at the top of the Ozark uh, Forest, right? And uh, park there. And it's it's got a natural bridge. and Yeah. It's, it's one of those kind of hidden wonders. And I honestly, it's it's crazy to say that it's less than a two mile hike. And it has some of the, it has just about everything you can think of that you think of when you think of the Ozarks, right? So a natural bridge, amazing streams that run through it, these incredible crate cave systems that you pop your head in, head in and out. And I mean, it's, it's, it's a two mile hike. It's incredible. So, but yeah, just like you said, is we, we don't go just do a hike, right? We're going to do a hike and then a social activity. We kind of say we always do some sort of combination trips. Yeah. And one of those are heavily focused on the outdoors. The other one is usually a little bit more socially engaged, whether that's a brewery or a winery tour or a farm to table dinner or a you know, fly fishing or another outdoor activity, it's a little bit more leisure and a little bit more social, right? So a million different ways of opportunities of, of combining these into really fun, unique experiences that you might not be able to do on your own. You very well can do on your own, but, you know, doing it with a group of other people that are loving it, enjoying it and having us drive yourself, there's a million different reasons why that's advantageous oh, to a lot absolutely. of people. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so now when you do these events, do you get a nice mix of people that are from the area as well as those that are just visiting? Yeah. I, I mean, especially there's, there's no way we can hide the fact that Northwest Arkansas is just booming with both tourists. And I mean, you know, I think a lot of people would agree it's the biking that brings a lot of people, but with them are friends and family that come that might not want to bike every single moment of their time here. Right. And then second, an incredible amount of people that are new to the area, as in located, relocated either permanently or on a, on a semi-permanent basis. Right. And so those are the opportunities and those are the people that we love to get on our trips that are looking for those other people, looking to learn about the Ozarks and to find out these places and have a confidence to go do it on their own and then meet other people that they want to do it with. So yeah, and, and, and to speak on, on that on another behalf, we have 20-year-olds, we have 60 and 70-year-olds, we have groups of three or four friends, couples. And an amazing amount of individual travelers that are, you know, I like to say they're traveling solo, but not alone, right? And yeah. so they're coming out either because they're not confident doing it on their own, or they just want to meet other people and they don't have somebody to do it with anymore. So that's, those, those are the special ones for us. And those are the people that we, we see coming back because of, I always say you come for the outdoors, <laughs> you come back for the social experiences that you have on a trip with us. Now, is there a, do you guys kind of coordinate or curate a Facebook group that's part of that or for people to stay connected? Or how do you, do you, are you able to generate repeat customers from people that come to one event and decide, you know, I like what Daniel's doing and his team. I, w- I want to be a part of this on a regular basis. Yeah, absolutely. I would say the, mo- the majority of people find us on Facebook and we do create a little <laughs> bit of a community there and definitely share pictures together. And you can I mean, the amazing amount of people that share their information afterwards and we show them up, we see them show up on another trip in the future together or hear the stories that they went and did it on their own, you know, which is great to us. We're not trying to say just come on trips with us. We're wanting more people to get outside on a regular basis. We also have a membership program, which is very, very popular. And the membership is uh, essentially you get your first trip free and then you get a percentage off of every single trip the rest of the year. And so for us, that's not only you know, creating social experiences, but it's also kind of dedicating yourself to, you know, our trips are healthy, 
not just like going to the gym, right? Right. There's right. a there's a mind and body and spirit component to this healthiness in a world today that we're just tied to our phones or we're tied to an urban environment. Getting outside and doing that on a regular basis is incredibly important to us. So the membership fills that role a lot. Yeah. Well, there's something to be said. I mean, you know, getting outside and getting into into nature allows us to disconnect a little bit from the busyness of life. And so I think what you guys are offering is a great escape for people to kind of, you know, get with themselves and get with their thoughts and, you know, be among nature. And that's one of the things that I, since I've been here, and as I was telling you before we started the podcast, that's the reason why I did this, because I just didn't know enough about this area and how much is right here. And I would love for you just to kind of talk about, because you've been in other places, Ecuador, you talked about the White Mountains and other places, Kilimanjaro, which is that in and of itself is kind of like a bucket list trek, if you will. And it's one of the few mountains that you can actually hike up. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I, cause I actually, one of my neighbors is in the process. She was training. She looked like Bane. She had this uh, mask <laughs> on and she was, you know, trying, they, she, they had her carry a 30 pound sack just to get ready for how things go as you go up the elevation and climb Kilimanjaro, yeah. which I'm sure you experienced, but talk a little bit about just the natural wonder that is the Ozarks here. Cause I don't think people I think people don't sometimes realize what's right in their own backyard. I agree. I, and and I was a culprit of this. I mean, I, I like to say I grew up with the same mentality of a lot of people. Oh, no. Well, I'm going to go to Colorado two or three times a year and that's going to suffice as my adventurous, uh, my adventurous uh, personality and my needs to get outside. Right. Right. And I, I like to say our biggest asset will be beyond the seasons. I mean, having the seasons is incredible. It's not a hindrance. It's an asset to us that different experiences come with different seasons. But beyond that, it is a vast, vast area of land with all sorts of different things, especially the river systems, that it doesn't have that one iconic spot, right? And I think that's one of the coolest things is you think of the Grand Canyon, you think some of our national parks, they're flustered with people all the time, right? There's just so many people going to the, they got to go. If you go to the Grand Canyon, you got one specific thing you're going to do. If you go to Yosemite, you're going to go do that one thing, right? And so the Ozarks is, and it's growing every day. I mean, my gosh, we're building six miles of trail for biking and hiking daily or weekly around here. So I think that's the one of the greatest things is that it just expands all the way from Northeast Arkansas to Southwest or to Southeast Missouri to down to this area, go down to Petty Jean and that kind of area. I mean, it's expansive. I mean, you could go four or five hours in any direction and have a different, unique experience. And that vastness is the thing that I think is just the most incredible for the opportunities to see something different every weekend that blows your mind, right? So Yeah. Yeah. One of my um, neighbors went on a, recently went just on a hike over to, uh, is it Hawksbill Crag? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, yeah. So, and, and, you know, that's where they take those really great pictures where that rock kind of juts out yeah. there. And I guess they say the best time to be there is early in the morning. Mm-hmm. That just, just the look of that, I was like, man, I got to get up there. And I know it's not terribly far from here, but it's just. Yeah, I would. I mean, you definitely have to admit that the core and what, when you think of the iconic core of the Ozarks, it's probably the, the Buffalo National River and all that area right there. But yeah. there's a million different things in that Ozark National Forest that there's no, just not a reason to go back to the same thing twice around right. here for a long period of time. So yeah, it's, I mean, from great vistas to the insane amount of uh, river systems that we have here to the caverns are just something, I mean, the the amount of cave systems that we have, and you could just pop your head in on them on some random hikes. They don't even have to be this, you don't have to go to one of the drive-through tours of the cavern systems, right? It's, I mean, so it's just a diverse opportunity. 
the paddling, the, the, the summer and stand-up paddleboarding, taking on a new life. In the winter, we do lots of chores where we're doing eagle watching tours okay. or there's a, a couple lakes down south that get great populations of some swans that are... So, I mean, it just, it, like I said, I think the seasons are, are one of the greatest assets as well. It's, uh, it's pretty incredible to be able to do different things all year round. Yeah. Now, when we, if I'm taking a tour with you guys, do I have time to take pictures and all that other stuff to really take it in? Or is it like we're walking, we're walking, we're walking, and yeah. there's no you know time for stopping and reflection? Yeah. No, I, I would say that. So the core, you know, the core of our company is that we have trips every single weekend, and okay. there'll be a different trip every single weekend. That's the core of the company. And that's you can buy one ticket, you can buy a, for a small group if you want, right? And those are really, the majority of those will be for your beginner type of base. It's the idea we're not trying to create new, some sort of world record. We're trying to just get people outside and enjoy a day with fresh air, right? So that absolutely, the majority of those trips, every single one of them have a difficult degree of difficulty level. We call it the 37 North formula, that get sweaty, get connected, get happy you're talking about. Right. But beyond that, we have private trips. I mean, we've taken private trips, anything from a corporate day out of the office, which is really growing. I mean, what a better way, so much better than just a regular happy hour, right? To, gosh, we've had bachelorette parties. We have had, we've had youth groups such as Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, and just groups of friends or different, different um, groups in, in the area that want to take a specific private trip, uh, private trip with us. And then we have a few that you'll see tinkered in there that are a little bit more what you call advanced, that have those degree of difficulties in that six and seven or longer hikes or their overnight backpacking or their... So we're trying to create a diverse range that anybody and everybody gets what they want out of a day outside. Yeah. And, and I love it. And I'm going to put some of these um, links to some of these trips in the show notes and people can cer- certainly check out Daniel's company at 37 North Expeditions with an S.com. But like, for instance, with the Alum Cove, it's uh, and I probably butchered that name again. But anyway, no, that's good. That's yeah, yeah. So they have a they have a, a number system so that you understand, you know, how how intense it is. So under get sweaty, it's a four, which is not bad. Right. I mean, I yeah. can probably go and I don't have to throw deodorant on afterwards. <laughs> they have a get connected, which is an eight. So it probably means that there's going to be a lot of interaction and a lot of opportunity for you to really connect with a lot of people. On the hike and at the winery. Yep, right, exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't forget the winery piece. Yeah. And then get happy is a 10. I would imagine all of them are going to be a 10 as far We've as We've never put a nine up yet. <laughs> exactly. So if we put a nine up, then we're doing something wrong. <laughs> right, right, right. So no, I, I love that. So you, you, you certainly, you pay a lot of attention to detail, which you have to do because, I mean, you want to make sure that people are safe and that they have a quality experience when they go out. I like the idea about the, the corporate trips because uh, th- those are things that actually can be done during the week, whereas mm-hmm. most of your, your other events are on the weekend. So if somebody orders a special trip with you, they can almost do it for the most part whenever they want to. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and let's just not hide the fact that hiking on a Monday through Friday is better than hiking on a weekend any day for lots Absolutely. of reasons, right? Absolutely. So, so yeah. And, and the pricing is usually even better than what you see on the website simply okay. because we're pricing that based on a group, not on individual tickets. And yeah. so any businessman would understand why it's easier to do that financially than, than the alternative. So yeah, we have a, that, that is a growing industry that I think we've just barely skimmed the surface. Um, it's an incredible pick you up literally at your door, at, at your office, we'll drop you back off there or any place you want and handle literally all the planning and the transportation. I don't know if we've really hit on that, but we all of our trips include transportation to and from. To and from our right. regular trips leave from Bike Rack there in Bentonville. Okay, sure. 
And so, yeah, and we literally curate that experience exactly what you're wanting out of it. If you want just a hike, if you want a hike and winery or a brewery to stop, or if you want some time to have an outdoor meeting or a team powwow, we'll get out of the way and we'll find, I mean, what a better way to do that around nature um, or some picnic tables out in the middle of nowhere or the middle of a hike versus in the, in the office. So anything you want out of that day, we'll curate it exactly how you want it. And it's a special insight. I think it's a way better form of, of bonding for you and your team versus alternative uh, opportunities. Yeah. Listen, I think, I think that inspiration comes in nature is probably more pronounced than in any other situation or environment. I, yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, there's just something about breaking from the norm and not even just the inspiration behind it. It's the idea that you, you know, you bond with your team in a different way. And that would, that creates a sense of efficiency for the rest of, uh, of the, the teams working together that week or that month or the, the duration of the project they're on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, as I, as you're talking, I'm sitting here thinking about like Thoreau and Walden Pond and, and just the experiences of being outdoors. There's something about that that shapes an individual. And so you guys are actually doing a little bit more than just taking people on adventures. It's almost an, an adventure and identity too. Yeah, I would say that one of my, my go-to, if you've talked to me or you do talk to me, you'll probably hear me say it's more than a day outside. It's, it's a lot more than a day outside. And what we are trying to create is insanely simple and convenient opportunities for people to just get some fresh air in a hectic world. We're taking, we're doing all the transportation, but we're doing the planning too. And that for a lot of people, I mean, it's kind of weird for me to think because I love the planning component, mm-hmm. but it feels like an extension of your Monday through Friday if you're sitting there planning a trip, right? And have to worry about finding the trailhead or you might not venture out and find new places if you're doing that versus you might just go back to the regular place or just hit the, the Razorback Greenway. Razorback Greenway is perfect for the average, right? And for, for the, the opportunity to get out on a very regular basis. We're hoping you... That's the, the we're, our trips are trying to be that person that does that on a very regular basis. And every once in a while, I want something just a little bit more. Yeah. Once a month, once every other month, do something just a little bit more. Right. Well, I live just south of uh, Lake Fayetteville. And I sometimes forget even just walking that little trail system that's there at Lake Fayetteville, which is part of the Greenway. It is so relaxing. And it's, it's does a challenge because there's different elevation changes and mm-hmm. things of that nature that you get to experience. And I think sometimes we forget that it's right there. I mean, yeah. you don't have to go to the Ozarks to do that. So. Yeah. Oh gosh. I mean, yeah, there's amazing amount of opportunities for us to just walk out our back door and be outside and be connected with nature and disconnect from a lot of the normalcy of a, of a daily life today. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, I'm sure you're excited about what this represents for this area. And I mean, you know, there may be other companies out there that do a lot of what you do. How are you developing your team. And it's clearly there's a lot of people that I've run into that enjoy going out and hiking. And I'm sure there's no end in sight of people that are willing to help you out. But how do you do to develop your team? And are they mostly like professional outdoor people or what do you do? Yeah, yeah, no. And that's, that's the coolest thing about is the way that we've developed the, we have set of about 10 guides that work for us, anything from every weekend to once every other month or whenever they want. And that allows us to create or to get people on board that are doing it for the right reasons. They're passionate. They're, I mean, there's a couple, a couple that are best guides that have zero background in anything of guiding related services, mm-hmm. right? They care about people. They like sharing experiences. They love the outdoors and love getting more people outdoors. And that's your number one thing if you're going to be on a guide, a trip with us. Like we are 
we are advocates for the outdoors. We're advocates to help social socialization experiences way before we are anything else. And that's what I think our unique aspect to this is you're not going to go on a trip and like nothing against like a, a standard going on a guided trip at a state park or something like that. But that is just not what we're after. We're at about the community and the social experiences. And so a lot of our guides are come from just very different, diverse backgrounds that are unrelated to what they're doing, but they're perfect in, at the job because they, they're in it for the right reasons and they're passionate about sharing the outdoors with other people and putting everybody first. I mean, I, my concept of a guide is every single person on that trip is there for a reason. You're going to quickly try to figure that out. And usually you try to figure that out on the car ride there. That's why the car ride is fun. It's not it's not a hindrance again, it's right. an asset. We like to say trip starts when you get in the car, not when you get to the trailhead. And you find that out and you help help them achieve that throughout the day, right? And so there's a lot more to our guides than just being there in case something bad were to happen. Right, right, right. And and they are prepared for that too. If, Absolutely. If, you know, they're all, so there, there's a level of safety involved. Yes, they're all, wilder- I'll just say that they're all wilderness first aid at minimum and leave no trace certified. That's a, kind of our mandatory some of them, like myself, are wilderness first responders. And so that's another great thing that we're adding to, to the community is we've got 10 more people walking around here that probably would have no reason to get educated in anything outdoors. And so, yeah, it's, that's a byproduct I never thought of when starting this, but that I'm very proud of and, and happy to see. Man, that's awesome. Well, listen, before we close, what would your message be to people that are thinking about moving to Northwest Arkansas or Maybe if you had talked to me five years ago before I moved here, what would you have wanted to share with me about this area, about how special it is? And don't, you know, a lot of times people hear, because, you know, and I, I always joke about this on the podcast. When I tell my friends I live in Arkansas, they're like, Arkansas. Yeah. And I'm like, listen, don't knock it until you've tried it, yeah. you know. But uh, I'd be curious to know what your your response would be to somebody thinking about relocating here. Maybe they've gotten an offer from Tyson or JB Hunt or Walmart or mm-hmm. one of those small companies that are right up the road or, or you know, but they, they're thinking about coming here. Yeah. Um, I mean, live. I think that, I think the biggest, easiest way to put it is you get the best of both worlds here. And there's not many places I've lived in New York city. I've lived in South America. There's not many other places where you really get that combination of a insanely high quality of life, work-life balance but yeah, you still have the urban amenities in a lot of ways that you would in a bigger city. And there's not a community that I've ever experienced in my life that's more pedestrian oriented and you know resident oriented, right? I mean, the things that are happening in Bentonville and Fayetteville and and soon to be Springdale and Bell Vista area, it's just incredible. It's it's un it's unprecedented that and they are all focused about creating an amazing environment for us, right? Yeah. I mean, there's there's no other way to put it. So pedestrian friendly, bike friendly, having all the amenities you have anywhere else and you still get that amazing work-life balance. Yeah, it's a, it's a special place. And like we were talking before the podcast, it's only getting better. I mean, exactly. it's, it's continuing and the, the next five, 10 years are really, really going to look fun. Yeah. I would venture to say, and I'm not a prophet, but I would say you're going to be a busy man with this uh, <laughs> moving forward, which is exciting. And I actually had some ideas that I may want to talk with you on, offline about <laughs> Maybe doing some leadership training with uh-huh. coupled with a trip because I think there's some real value for small companies that really want to get the most out of their people, getting them outside of the, the four walls of their company and getting them off onto a hike and really developing. Oh, uh, we have so. just we have just 
skim the surface <laughs> of the opportunity of what we can do pairing things in the outdoors and, and starting to get into other, you know, from youth to wellness to diverse opportunities to corporate type outings. I mean, it's, it's, uh, we're excited about where we're headed. We're right. excited about diversifying our, I like to say our Chipotle menu to even more options. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's certainly for older people that have the memories of Rambo and deliverance. I mean, it doesn't have to be that type <laughs> of experience. I mean, you can go outdoors and really have an amazing time. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah. And then, and then just make it a part of your life. That's what we're really trying to do is get more people to make it more a part of their daily routine and healthy mind, body, and spirit. It's a lot more than just the sweat and the calorie burning. It's about disconnecting and doing it with other people. It's we're social beings and yeah. we love being outside with others. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, great. Daniel, I can't thank you enough for for joining us on this episode of the podcast and giving us a glimpse into all of the great things on the outside that Northwest Arkansas has to offer. And I know it's only going to continue. So we're going to definitely make it a point to stay in touch with you and learn about new things that you're offering and new things that you're doing so that we can share it with our listening audience and they can take advantage of it. If anybody wants to or needs to reach you, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, we have uh, our website, as you said, is is amazing. And we we put a lot of attention into detail on our website, 37northexpeditions with an S.com. We have an amazing presence on Facebook as well. Again, 37 North Expeditions. And you'll see all of our trips on website and Facebook. And if you get in contact via email, Facebook message, the phone call, you will get me. So yes, you, <laughs> we're still a very small business, tiny, tiny, small business. And I would love for anybody to call email with any questions because we want to make sure everybody knows exactly what they're getting themselves into and nothing but excitement for it. Right. So, yeah. And, and I love that. And because it's also the holiday season. And as I was looking at your site, you know, if anybody's looking to maybe, you know, what's, what's a better gift to give than to give somebody the gift of the outdoors. And you even offer special gift packages for people that want to purchase a you know, an outing for somebody. So you want to get your parents out so they can go on a nice hike, not to hurt them, just to make sure that they have a good time. Or you want to just go out as a family or you want to take care of another family and, and buy an adventure for them. They can do that through uh, 37 North Expedition. Yeah, we got great gift cards and great deals on them during the holidays. It's it's a really special, unique thing, whether it's a stocking stuff or a real gift. It's a very unique experience. Instead of just giving goods, give experiences. And and we got lots of seasonal, really fun trips. I mean, hiking Christmas lights or hiking ice skating, these different, fun, unique family experiences that are an alternative to uh, the standard things you might do on the holiday season. You know, take a break from shopping and yeah. let's get outside together. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I love that. Well, Daniel Collins, thank you so much for coming on this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. We appreciate you. We appreciate what you're doing with 37 North Expeditions. And uh, we wish you a lot of luck and success. And we will be keeping an eye out uh, for all the things that you're doing. And, and as you do new things, we'll certainly share it with our audience so that they're aware of all the good things that are happening in the outside of Northwest Arkansas. Yeah. Thank you for having me. And thanks for, thanks for doing this too. This is an amazing platform to get the word out about companies like ours. And yeah, so thanks for what you're doing and exciting, exciting for you, exciting for us, exciting for Northwest Arkansas. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hopefully if you like the podcast, maybe you'll post it on your, on your uh, website so for people sure. can hear, uh, get a, a little bit of a closer uh, understanding of all that you do, but we appreciate it. And um, thanks again, folks, there you have it. Another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. It was so great to get with Daniel and learn a little bit more about his company. There are so many great companies here. There are just so many great people here in general. And Daniel epitomizes what Northwest Arkansas is all about. So I'm very thankful for him and 
for his team and everything that they're doing there at 37northexpeditions.com and certainly check them out. And if you do check them out, let them know that you heard about them here on the podcast and maybe they'll do something special for you. Who knows? But regardless, just tell them that you heard about it on I Am Northwest Arkansas and uh, we'll go from there. I appreciate you guys, all of my regular listeners. I, I thank you so much as as we are in the holiday season and we're we're giving thanks. I, I did a whole episode on that, but I can't tell you how much I appreciate each and every one of you. Continue sharing the podcast, continue listening, and continue sharing your ideas about uh, new episodes and people that you'd love to hear on this podcast. I'm down and game to talk to anyone. As a matter of fact, as soon as I leave this particular podcast recording session, I'm going to another one. And I'm only going to tease this here really quickly, but in a, a, an upcoming episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, we're going to sit down with the Native American Museum folks up in Bentonville, which if you haven't been to that museum, it is outstanding. So I really want to encourage you to check it out. You'd be surprised what's right under your nose right here in Northwest Arkansas. We're going to try to bring it to you one episode at a time. Remember, you can always get this podcast anywhere that great podcasts can be found, especially Apple Podcasts. And we would really appreciate rating the podcast and giving us a review. We'd love five stars, but you know, if you don't really like it or if there are some issues with the podcast that you have, let us know. We want to continue to improve and we can only get better through your help and feedback. So we certainly appreciate and welcome that. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and I will see you guys next week. Remember, we come out every Monday at 12 noon. That's all for now. Have a great week. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.